what's the first thing we're gonna eat when we get back together and do it in person podcast? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I didn't even think of how much we eat. Chicken wings. Oh, was it? It sounds. Yeah, that was great. It sounds good. Welcome to AOA Gaming episode sixty nine. I'm your podcast MC, and today I have Jen number two. She's in here. Hi. <laughs> I got Luke Stone. He's here. I don't know. He just said your full name. I always do for some odd reason. <laughs> because it's an awesome name. It, it is. <laughs> like you should. You you sent me your gamer tag and was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I love his gamer <laughs> Cub is here as well. Welcome back, bro. <laughs> Hello. If you're not familiar with the way we do things here at Able Gaming, we look at video games in the way they may be influential to the gaming community, developers, and just overall positivity. As we are still trying to spread some during this quarantine, and it seems like things are easing up. So we're there's a lot to cover today, it seems like, and we're just going to get straight to it. So, what would you got? Where would you guys like to start? <laughs> actually, how y'all been before we actually start? Been pretty good. That's good. That's good. Cub, how you been? Doing, doing really good. Doing really good. That's good. Number two, how are you doing? I am dying, so it's fine. You're dying. <laughs> yeah. It's eighty-two degrees outside. <laughs> how are you dying? No, I'm not dying. Um, <laughs> I all I've been doing lately is like reading, and I found Animal Crossing. Yes. Playing Animal Crossing for the past like Yes. So that's it's just cool. It's all like how's quarantine treating you? And like now it's like week six almost. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> I hate it. I wanted to go back to work. Hmm. Are they gonna have to cancel their wedding for a while? They're doing like a the small gathering in their backyard of like immediate family. Um and then they're having like a reception party esque kind of thing. Um in their house. So we're not doing it anywhere but like their house. Um and then because hopefully you will be able to do more than like 10 people by the end of July. So, yeah, I do know like here in town that they, they're extending the actual quarantine, even though the sure said it can start this coming week or so. Well, we're only going to open on Monday, and that's all I care about. <laughs> Or somebody and be like, get in the car, we're going to Bowling Green, we're going to go get some fucking donuts from Dad, and then we're going to come home. <laughs> that's, <what> donuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So, Stone, how has your week been, though? 
Well, you know, just working. I'm still <laughs> essential, so I've been just going to work like normal. Yeah. So I had to drive down to uh, Madisonville yesterday. Ooh. Go install a printer, you know. <laughs> people still working, people still got problems. I'm still yeah. fixing them. Yeah. Oh, you had to drive to Madisonville one time. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> he had to drive to Madisonville to, to hook up a printer. Apparently, people don't know how to, like, do that. <laughs> When's the last time you read the instructions on something? <laughs> For what? We had to put the coffee machine together. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. I got a new coffee mug and I love it. Did you? I got a baby Yoda mug and it says protect attack. May the fourth. Also, I hear Star Wars the final, the season finale, series finale, right? Uh, I think that comes out Friday. I know. They said the last one supposed to uh will air on May fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the Rise of the Skywalker movie is coming out on May fourth for yeah, on so Disney Plus. And there's something about um, a Mandalorian documentary, or yeah. maybe a, the new season. I can't remember. Yeah, I think Clone Wars is still doing the whole Friday thing, like how it releases, like that. Um, Clone Wars has been a lot lately, so especially for, like these past like two episodes, it's been a whole lot. Um, it's getting good. Whole yeah, I know. I'm really sad. There's like one episode, like me and my friend. He will text me and be like, wake up, it's time for Star Wars. Like, he'll text me like 50 times and be like, wake up, it's time for Star Wars. I'm like, okay. And then I'll watch Star Wars and go back to bed. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, you know, Saturday morning cartoons and whatnot. No, it, episode 12 will, episode 12 will be Monday, May the 4th. So, no more Friday. There you go, Jen. You don't have to wait too much longer. Yay. <laughs> you don't have to wait a week. Rolling. Oh, it'll, it'll probably drop at like 3 a.m. Well, just so you know, like it's on it's on Monday, not Friday. And it's, it actually fits with the whole May the 4th and like enjoying Star Wars for the entire day. While we're on May the 4th, like Disney posted that if you use that hashtag like they have the rights to like use your tweet and stuff and everybody lost their mind about it well because you just assume that you know corporatocracy you know disney's just doing something fucking evil or something sinister with it (laughs) because they had to say it that way because legalese you know but i don't know but that's what like every almost every terms and service agreement like hey if you use our app Giving us permission to like use your face and the, the posts and all that stuff, <laughs> right? But nobody actually reads the user agreement. Yeah, like, nobody ever reads that. A lot of that. people don't don't know this, but if when you sign up for Facebook, there's an agree there's actually an agreement that says anything you post and add Facebook, if they so choose, can be considered property of Facebook. Your pictures, anything they can, they can reshare. They don't need your permission anymore because by using their their website, 
you give them permission. Yeah, it's a service agreement. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and then people go around like once every six months or every year and be like, hey, share this, and they can no longer copy your pictures. Mm. That's like not a, how that works. I love those. Those are my favorite, like, things. Because mm-hmm. people will just be like, do this, this, and this. And I'm like, that's not how that works, you guys. No, it doesn't. So, what have you guys been playing? <laughs> Well, yesterday I uh, I did start to finish uh, Resident Evil 3 on easy mode just because I wanted to experience the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, I tried to find everything I could. And so it took me about five hours of gameplay and two hours of, uh, of just in-game video. So how much uh, uh, did, did it feel too short for you or what? It felt... Uh, it felt really long at first, and then it was like once you got to the, uh, once you got to about after the halfway point, everything just kind of downhill. You know, you were really building up to that 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 integral point, and then it just went down a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked fighting Nemesis. Uh, I really loved it, but then when you fight stage three, it felt like uh, cliche. Yeah, it felt like uh, it was too easy even on normal you know what i'm saying i didn't even struggle i didn't even struggle on normal mode for that it was like okay the past two were harder than this you know (laughs) and uh and it was definitely i mean there the game has has replayability for me for the different difficulty modes Mm -hmm. but i mean i'm one of those people that I'll use the pistol and only use the pistol to everything until I get to like you know the boss fights, and then I I might have pulled out the grenade launcher and murked him. Makes so sense. It felt short. It felt yeah. Very short. Yeah, I but, think. Go for it. Oh, I was gonna say, but you know that happens when you put twelve you know grenades into somebody's face. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Jen, you enjoy Animal Crossing? Yeah. That's good, that's good. And we all know what else I've been playing. What else you've been playing? Lollipop. Oh, you, like, you got Goose, too, so. I do have the Untitled Goose game, and I have been playing that. I did put the rake in the lake. I was very excited about it. Oh, my gosh. That was so silly. Just putting the rake in the lake, it's like, oh. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stone, what you been playing? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> been playing 7. Haven't quite got to the finish line on that one yet, but uh, hopefully I can get to it this weekend. Uh, cool, playing cool. some Borderlands 3. Uh, Mayhem 2.0 came out, so that's been pretty cool. Uh, Revenge of the Cartel stuff is pretty neat. Is the Mayhem game the um, superheroes, like different agents thing? Is that the game I'm thinking of? Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, but that doesn't have anything to do with Borderlands. Oh, I thought, you just said Mayhem, and I thought that was a different game. Yeah, uh, so in-game content for uh, Borderlands 3 is uh, called Mayhem, uh, essentially. You have modifiers that uh, will randomly make enemies stronger with various types of guns, and your guns will be weaker, and that, it kind of is supposed to change up how you interact with the content. Um, so they revamped the mayhem modifiers because it kind of felt 
it didn't feel like it was doing enough, or it would just completely nerf certain strategies to where you couldn't play. Mm -hmm. um, so they revamped it to where uh, there's now more modifiers that do better things and uh, allow you to interact with the game more uh, in a more meaningful way. Um, but like I said, I haven't got too deep into it just yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, we're working on it. <laughs> I heard I did hear that the last one, uh, the last DLC for Borderlands is really good. Yeah, Guns Love Tentacles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Cool, cool, cool. I've been playing Persona and Trials of Mana. Persona is just a slow grind, like normal, and it's just like I was playing last night, but it really didn't feel like I was playing because most of Persona is cutscenes and like interactions with people. So it's just like, when can we actually play the game? <laughs> right. Like, but I love it. Is and it, hmm? is it hard getting through Trials of Mana because of the voice acting? <laughs> I, um, I'm almost done with it. I've got, like, a couple more things to do. And I have to say that the voice acting is just awful. <laughs> like, like, non- Everybody's, like, made to play it, like, as a radio. They're like, I like this game, but, like, the voice acting is so expensive. It's just, like, but, uh, someone, like, I think I told you, number two, is that someone said that, um, they enjoyed Final Fantasy. I mean, they enjoyed Trials of Mana more than Final Fantasy Seven, because Final yeah, Fantasy. Because I was having like a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah, because they said there was too much bloat behind Seven compared to Mana, and I'm just sitting there playing Trials of Mana like, what? like, we talk about replayability in some games, and I'm just like, I don't know if I will go back and play each character's individual story that's why i like octopath traveler so much because you can grab every character and experience your story in one playthrough yeah you, you guys get what i'm saying it's like why do i want to like why would i want to do it and i'm like i'm going to address that in my review when i get to it just like huh like i don't i don't see the point behind that <laughs> it'd be different if, if each person had a different story you know like how they interacted yeah, you get you see you meet each character. You get you make a character up. You make a party of three, and you experience each person's story that you have, and you meet the other three characters on your journey. But it's like, if I could have access to all six, I can experience everyone's story in one simple playthrough. I get that this game is about making your own team and progressing the story that way but i'm just like like octopath trevor did it so well like where you didn't even need the other characters you could get a party of four and beat the game and be fine you know <laughs> and even with that playthrough still you could go back and get the other characters so it's like i'm not trying to restart the game and like do the same story over it's just weird <laughs> No, not weird. Uh, you, you make a valid point about all of that, and, uh, and it's definitely, it's like, as someone who hasn't played it, it's something that I'd still be willing to pick up, but, you know, I can already see from my own personal feelings that that would, I would feel the same way after playing once. Yeah, like, because, like, once I beat the game, it's like, oh, yeah, you can make your different party with this, like, make the best team, but it's like, well, if I like these three characters, 
already and I want to experience someone else's story, it's like mission mesh. I get it. It's just like, uh, and there's no side quests whatsoever in the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And I was sitting there, like, talking to one of my friends, like, shout out to Dorian Farmer, my, uh, Monster Hunter, uh, Iceborne, um, squad leader. He, he, like, I asked him, like, is there any way to, like, grind? He's like, there's no point in grinding in this game. You should progress the level the more you go. So I'm, like, almost done with it. So it's, like, oh, I see what he's talking about now. There's, like... <laughs> But yeah. Sometimes grinding is what takes you. Yeah, the story's entertaining, but sometimes you want to keep playing that game you love, but you also don't want to just, you know, be taken on the linear path. You want to, you want to deviate. You want to. Yeah. Walk off. Yeah, and that's why I think for JRPGs, which actually I, I I'm on a big JRPG kick right now. I'm not even a lot. So it's just. Why really? Yeah. No, yeah. Like. Oh, no huge right now it's like i said persona and then i said uh uh trials of mana i'm just like can i throw in dragon quest right now <laughs> yeah yeah i have it on the switch just a matter of like playing it like it takes a while with jrpgs it's like what would you say stone like the halfway mark when they really get good yeah yeah i can see that yeah um, I don't like giving JRPGs too much leeway, though. Like, I feel like a game should be entertaining from the start, but I mm -hmm. feel like the game, I mean, of course, should open up and do more as you progress through the game as well. So, mm -hmm. so how is that, do you feel that with Final Fantasy VII right now that it feels like it's super linear for you? Well, I mean, yeah, that's just kind of how they designed it, which isn't a bad thing or anything. Mm -hmm. um, it's just different. It's just a different approach. Mm -hmm. um, Linear games can be fun in their own right. Uh, it's nice to have just a, you know, boxed-in area. This is where you need to play at, you know, as opposed to just having this wide-open sandbox. And, you know, it, it can be nice to take a break from, you can literally go anywhere all the time at any given second. And, you know, just being paralyzed by choice. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's nice to just kind of have, like, this contained experience, I think. <laughs> what's uh have you what's besides Final Fantasy 7 Jen is there another JRPG be played and beat that I don't know about just curious uh, I mean Persona like when I first got it forever ago um like when it first came out mm -hmm. um I have Persona 3 and Persona 4 on the PS4, but I haven't even opened it. It's just sitting over there in my game case with a mm. the plastic on it, and I just look at it sometimes. I kind of want to play those, but like, I also kind of want to just play what I'm playing right now. So it's probably just going to sit there. Mm -hmm. I want to say I played them before, but like, like I said, I slept since I played all those, so. Yeah, yeah. Cub, what's a JRPG that you would recommend? Just curious. Oh, oh he's uh, not. Let's see. I heard you because um, I got a wireless headset now, finally. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, here's a question: Is uh, Blaze Blue considered a JRPG? Yeah, wouldn't it? Yes, done. No. <laughs> okay. Well, th th there's the answer for that. I mean, not, not, not to sound like, uh, like fire truck, but you know, he was right whenever he finally got me to play those games. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> So, with that being said, Sony gave us a splash this week and announced that Last of Us Part 2 will be coming out on June 19th and Ghost of Tsushima will be pushed back to July 17th. How do you guys feel about that? The best thing about like, Ghost of Tsushima is that even when they dropped like, the announced trailer, they just said summer of 2020. They didn't say, like, hey, we're releasing it on... This day, this this day right here, this is it. They were just like sometime in the summer. They gave this us a quarter it. instead of giving us a. Yeah. Uh, well, explicit. I don't agree with that. I mean, I guess when the I, if you're looking at when they were at the Game Awards, they said that. But when they released that story trailer, they definitely said June 29th. Like, so. I Hey, we're gonna release this game on this day because, like, look at The Last of Us right now. Like, they had that release date, they moved it twice, and then people got mad because it's releasing like three, four weeks after what they said the second time. So, well, um, I'll let you go. <laughs> but, like, how, like, I know they had to move the last the May release because of this virus but like it's still like people don't understand business and it sucks mm -hmm. I won't get into that <laughs> Harry may I? oh yeah no, I'll let you go <laughs> um, so I actually believe that the quarter is the best choice for giving an estimation yeah but if you're within six months if you're within like say they say quarter three fall if it's spring, you should be giving us a definitive date. If you are within six months, you should be giving us a definitive date. And if you, things get delayed, yeah, I know people get ragey and they get mad and the world sucks and your butt hurt. But <laughs> you got to understand that, that bad things happen. You know, nobody expected this virus to hit like it did. Nobody expected, you know, uh, nobody expected. Nobody expected all the uh, the blockades to happen on Cuba 40 years, 30, 40 years ago. Oh my God, I actually got to say 50 years ago now because it's 2020. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Nobody expects these world events to happen that do happen. So yeah. bad things happen, you know. If stuff gets delayed, you're still going to play it. The only way you're not is if you die. Just don't die. Yeah. Game yeah. rule one, don't die. Don't die. Good if you don't die. Stone, what do you think? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know what you were trying to continue. Go. Oh, I was just going to do a TLDR. Right? So the shorthand is, you know, I like giving general times, but when you're getting really close to it, give us, give us specifics. And to the gaming community, that I feel like the gaming community is the bigger problem than the actual developers. Why do you say that? Because we're the ones who get ragey and butthurt. Mm-hmm. I think because there's something about we don't like waiting too long for things. We're, we're in a very um, instant gratification world. 
the world we live in now is very instagram you are correct sir you are correct <laughs> so what do you think I feel like, um, like I said, people are just getting all fucking tore up about, like, specific days and like, oh, well, they said this day and now it's not this day and now, oh my god, the world's fucking coming to an end. And, like, I get that people, like, you know, the game company, it's essentially they're, like, they're making a promise, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're promising that the game that everybody's excited about, that they're building this high up for, is going to be out on this day and it won't be out any later than that it'll be out this one day um and then whenever you know that deviates you know people get upset because you know they were promised a certain day and then things change well i mean you know that fucking happens in life things fucking change all the time so Mm -hmm. just chill out it'll be okay we'll get through this together cool 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 okay <laughs> you're done you're like uh, just like let's give us let's give these hot takes for real <laughs> you're done because because like let's let's look at it this way because <laughs> like i like jen and stone have heard my comments on his cub hasn't the way i view it is that this game better be up for game of the year <laughs> because if i don't like i understand indefinite it went an indefinite status automatic refunds that kind of stuff and for them to come out and say it's coming out in june and it pushes back ghost this game better be game of the year (laughs) yeah you're you you are correct it's not like it's never coming out yeah it's indefinitely yeah it will never be ever out yeah you're correct we said indefinite because it's not defined yeah I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying, like, the fact that it better be game of the year. Because, it like, if any game pushes games back about a whole month, it means that they don't want to compete with each other. So, I'm like, it better be up for game of the year, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I, I don't actually see how... Are these two both uh, being released by the same company? Uh, no, one's by Sucker Punch and one's by Naughty Dog. But I'm just saying that the fact that they're Sony exclusives... No, no. So, I mean, like, if you look at grand scheme of things, too, it's like everything just got pushed back a month. Would you say so, Stone? Like, everything just got pushed back by one month? More or less. Yeah, so, like, it makes sense, but I'm just, like, just this mindset, like, I'm ready to play it. Like, I love The Last of Us. Like, it's up there. One of the greatest games for me all time. I'm just saying, like, it better be game of the year that... We went and we've been through so much waiting for this game. Yeah. You're not saying it, it, it deserves it without playing it. You're just yeah. making a statement. Yeah. What you, you hope and your expectations, right? Yeah. I'm super ecstatic oh, for this game. Soup. Like, I'm, like, I'm still on the fact that, like, if CD Projekt Red definitely states that, like, they said there's probably not going to be a delay for Cyberpunk. If Cyberpunk comes out this year and falls into our category of game of the year like it releases on time and everything 
Like, there's no way anything else is winning because we've been waiting for that game for, like, ever. Well, it's not even, it's not even but, that, like, though. I am with you on The Last of Us being, like, one of my favorite games, like, ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry. And, like, I actively, like, don't read any comment sections right now. Uh, specifically because I don't want it to be ruined. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, no, all of you can just keep that over there. Because, like, I'm not having the force awakens moment. So, it ain't happening. Yeah. Y'all can keep it over there. I don't want it. But, but the thing is, though, as it is May, and, like, I just want more information because, like, I know Stone's excited for it. I know everyone here is excited for it. At this point, I just want more information about Ghost of Tsushima. That's it. Like... So, they did the same thing with, uh... Sekiro when it came out, too. Like, we didn't get a whole lot of information on that game when it came out. Yeah. Like, you know what? This game's real cool until you had to fight the giant fucking ape. And I was like, I hate this game. I'm tired. Fucking hate, man. Ninja Gaiden 3. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> What information they have given us about ghosts of, sh of uh, the go we're calling it ghosts now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, because I can't say that other word. Tsushima. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, the fact that there's no waypoints in the game, so you're gonna have to, you know, be like, all right, well, this village is over by this mountain. Well, there's the mountain. I can see it in the distance. You know, I think that's really cool. There it be. I just, I've never really played a game that's had that, you know, where you, you, you know, I don't even know if there's going to be a map, like a drawn map that you get to look at, you know, is there going to be like a compass at all, you know, so you at least know if you're going north, south, or is it just going to be, bro, I see a mountain and I know that mountain is in the east, like, I, I'm not on this mountain as a trip because I saw it in the video, but it was a big mountain. Yeah, well, it's in... Twelve seventy four. So, uh, like, I don't so know. If you the Japanese had the technology to do compasses, and they yeah. had drawn maps. Obviously, uh, you know, cartography was a thing. It's a cartography has been a thing as long as the human race has been able to read and write. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. It just—it sounds like from what they said about it, and like what Sucker Punch's actual website says about it. It just sounds like really good, and like you get to be a samurai. Like, uh, I I, I need more. <laughs> I need to see combat. Uh, well, uh, I, I've seen the stealth combat. Yeah, there was some stealth combat. Yeah, I mean, I just want to see actual combat and just see it. I mean, they made like the infamous games too, and the infamous games have like combat so it's not too like they're com well they have combat obviously um but they uh they have like really decent combat so. here's a question do you guys think uh this is speculation do you guys think that the combat system is going to be just uh like you know x x why am i using xbox terms uh square and triangle for like heavy light attacks or do you think it's going to be uh, reactive and like you know if you attack to the left they can block to the right and they'll parry it or you know like actually more in depth I really hope they go I hope they go the Sekiro route yeah yeah I'd rather them go that route 
But who knows? This game's been in development longer than Sekiro. You know? I doubt that they're going to change that on the fly. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to pull an anthem and just keep restarting the game. <laughs> and just doing last minute. Oh, hey, what if we did this? What if we added flying? What if we added anatomically correct horses? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what if we make an Iron Man game? Don't call it Iron Man. That's a question. How do you guys feel about that? That didn't wasn't announced either. It's in VR, so you have a very specific set of people that are mad about that, like me. Uh, I, I don't have VR set up, but I actually did want to find somebody who had the app, the uh, so I could play it. Mm -hmm. Translation: yeah. I want to go down the road to my cousin's house and be like, "Hey, how's it going? You got a big living room? Let's play. Let's play Iron Man." But, you know, with it being delayed, and I, I still don't have a VTA on it, um, you know, I'm not that worried about it. It's one of those games, if I ever get the chance, I'll play it. But if I don't, I'm not I'm not brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Stone? Well, I don't know. I wasn't really all that tarp about um, Iron Man VR. I wasn't really, not really terribly excited about VR in general. I mean, it seems cool, but the way it's implemented right now it doesn't really seem like it's like a it just seems like an okay gimmick it doesn't really seem like a would you what, what we should be moving towards or maybe mm. hmm. I don't know I'm not sure what uh, what I'm trying to say exactly it's just like VR like 30 years from now would probably be really cool but VR right now it's just kind of like okay whatever mm-hmm uh, so this is a question for you then. We, as we mentioned, game of the year kind of. Do you see half like half like Alex being up for game of the year? It's got multiple tens everywhere, but it's a VR game. I mean, that's a question for you, Stone. <laughs> Based on what you just said. <laughs> I mean, I feel like. Uh... I haven't played Half-Life Alex, so I can't really form an opinion about it. Well, I'm just uh, just the um, fact that based off of it, it scored really well, and this is a VR game. It's fun. To should watch, should it just say that? You know, like, should yeah, it be up for the game of the year? Yeah, that's that's all it was. Like, do you consider that? Do you think that should be up for game of the year? Does, I mean, is there a I separate like, category? Uh, I'm not sure if there's a separate category for VR. It's a kind of a niche genre as it is. There's a there is a, there is a, a separate category for VR. Yeah, it's one of the ones they give out uh, like in the middle of like all the big presentations and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like a main a main say or anything like that. Right. Uh, I don't. Like I said, I'm not sure. I haven't played it. I haven't mm -hmm. seen it played. I don't know much about it. I haven't read the reviews because uh, I haven't really cared about VR games. Um, yeah. So I can't really form an intelligent opinion on it. Um, mm -hmm. So I would just say that, you know, smaller films, uh, indie films, they get, you know, film of the year a lot sometimes. Uh, so I don't see why a smaller game couldn't also get game of the year. I don't see any reason why you know, Half-Life Alex couldn't be game of the year. I know that Valve, you know, Valve making a game in general is the news, but, um... <laughs> yeah, that's the news, really. They're making the game, making the game. I'll be very excited when they learn how to count to three. 
<laughs> Instead of half. <laughs> Instead of half, yeah. yeah. So, with that being said, there was some a big announcement that dropped this week in a game called Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. And so, give me your thoughts, guys. <laughs> so, I was one of those people that watched the reveal on Twitch. So, I watched that thing for like four, five hours, something like that. So, I've watched like I watched it get revealed like slowly, and then I figured out what it was like pretty early in, and I was just like, okay, cool. But I. I Watching it because I wanted to see it. As, um, no, as soon as they showed, as soon as they showed the uh, the halberd or not the halberd, the uh, the Dane axe in, in the guy on the right hand, I was like, Vikings, 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 oh, I, Danish I Vikings need, specifically. Woo! I need the steel book because it's actually the one that was being developed on the screen. Um, so I'm gonna need that steel book because it's by Boss Logic who makes wonderful art like covering like all forms of media like ufc um like wwe marvel dc like a bunch of stuff um so it's pretty awesome to see somebody that's just like a giant fan of everything being able to do big things like stuff with like the russo brothers and then like this with Ubisoft. like it's just really cool to see all that stuff. And it's Viking. We wanted a Viking as a ever. I'd rather them go to Japan, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I want that too. But given how many games have come out in the past couple of years, don't you feel like they would have just been playing into that uh, that fad right now? I mean, I know Vikings have always been a fad for the past couple of years too, you know, especially with people not understanding through. Uh, true Viking culture, you know, the history, and there's so much. If you look at Assassin's Creed, the first thing that comes to mind is people jumping on rooftops and doing stuff in Japan. (laughs) I'm really wondering how they're going to do, you know, Vikings with a lot of parkour and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the fact that they did uh, Black Flag so well with the ship battles and stuff, I know we don't have, you know, Vikings don't have cannons and stuff like that, but the ideal of you know of getting to hopefully i mean this is all speculation but getting to explore as a viking because i am a a little tldr i am you know i can trace my heritage back really far through through the through several different scandinavian excuse me countries so i actually worship the old gods uh not not the old gods i'm definitely not you know what the summon Cthulhu, but you know what I mean. Oh, oh so you, 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 are you an old god and the new god? <laughs> uh, but you know, I do. I, I, I actually, you know, I have a religious association with, with the Norse pantheon, and, and the like in the scene where this is what I've been wanting to talk with somebody about, uh, especially Jason because he's also uh, in that similar religion. But whenever he's fighting, it, it looks like you know the. I'm assuming that's the main character whose name we don't have. Ivor. Uh, what? Ivor. Or is that how you say his name? Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay, I didn't know they gave him a name. That's cool. And uh, whenever he sees the old man standing by the tree, and I literally, I just, I'm staring at it, and I go, that's Odin, that's Odin, that's Odin, that's Odin, and he turned the door, and I was like, oh! 
Oh wow! So Every they hair on my body stood on it because you know I have personally felt Uller you know watching over me at times when I haven't had good pain, and you know to to just see that relayed into a battlefield in something that similar that I felt. You know, I was worried that at first I was like, oh God, they're going to make this, uh, you know, they're going to make this all about the Vikings being rapists and pillagers and just bad people. And then when it starts talking with, you know, from the view of the, of the, the Templars being, and I was like, oh wow, the, the video just shows, it started to show, you know, Vikings are not just raiders. You know, the problem is, e even though they, even though they have farming, I mean, I could go on a whole thing about it, but basically, you know, farming land was so sparse. If you were a farmer in Viking culture, you were you were the top dog. You were very important. I just know when this game comes out, you better be on the spoiler cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely. I'll be on the spoiler cast three days before y'all start the spoiler cast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I don't platinum this game, for lack of a better term, then that's just because they've introduced the Skyrim mode where you can never stop doing uh, side quests because it'll always generate one. Mm. Did, did this give you some excitement, uh, Stone, to play it? Or are you just... Because I remember last time we talked about Assassin's Creed, you're kind of like deviate between the games, right? Well, uh, last one I... I bought was uh, Unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried playing Unity whenever it first came out, and it kind of turned me off. And then uh, I don't know. I just kind of sat it out for a while. I tried to play uh, Origins, mm -hmm. but I didn't really care for it because it wasn't Assassin's Creed. You know, it was just like uh, it was just like a by the numbers RPG sort of thing. It just had a skin of Assassin's Creed. But it wasn't. It was something parading around in Assassin's Creed meat suit. Is what Origins was the uh, was the Egypt one, right? Yes, yeah. I loved it. And Odyssey was the Greek one. Mm -hmm. I've heard good things about Odyssey. Uh, a friend of mine has a copy of it that I might borrow and play, but I don't know that I want to buy it or anything. I don't it's know. on sale. <laughs> right, it's on sale right now. Yeah. Um, but you guys are going to make me go play Odyssey after this podcast. <laughs> That's my game. I love that game. I platinum that game. I actually f said screw Red Dead 2 to play platinum that game. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like I think it's interesting that they're going uh, the Viking route. Like It's just going to be cool to see um, anytime Assassin's Creed comes out it just feels like I had to play it because like I played one through the entire Ezio trilogy just to play three and then like I played everyone since then and like how stone you said like unity put a like bad taste in your mouth like you don't notice graphics like if you're like I don't notice graphics that's just kind of the thing but like when you see that game you're like ugh. This looks awful. <laughs> like, what is it? Like, like I said, I never noticed stuff like that. And I'm just like, even like people talk about like textures in Final Fantasy VII, I'm just like, um, uh, okay. And all of a sudden you take a deeper look at it and you're like, oh, okay, I see. 
that kind of stuff just doesn't like like it doesn't really get to me but that did it made me turn off the game like no i can't play this anymore <laughs> that in this that in the story's not that great in unity yeah yeah but um i heard, I heard the modern i haven't played unity but i i heard basically the modern day story you know where you know how it jumps back and forth between old school and, and modern day uh kind of derailed so much it took people away from it you know the first couple games were find the pieces of eden you know i get it find, find the golden apples etc it was real simple and straightforward and then it just from my understanding it's just gone so off the rails with this science fiction stuff that it it, it actually dissuaded a lot of people from playing i think when they in the spoiler alert for anybody when they killed off desmond it just made people go like i don't care about this game a lot you know this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> because, like... He's a... Oh. Uh... Like, that game's super old. You better play. <laughs> but, like, um... No. Did die at the end of three? Yeah, end of three. And then Black Flag came out, and everyone was like, Oh, wait, this is so great. And after that, it just kind of went downhill. But, like, it's just good to see that the original director from 4 is doing this one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, so... Uh, and there are male and female options, and they're both named Eivor, which is going to be interesting. Well, I mean, you you got to look at it from the culture, though. That that can be a... That's an androgynous name, you know? Okay. Like, I, honestly, not, I don't know much... Ivor, like the Russian, you know? We're, we're all, you know, the, the two Ivor brothers from Triple uh, X. I mean, you know... It's it's a different it's a different name it, even though the name is the same it's it's different I, I don't know how to articulate that I at I don't know much about Norse mythology so for hearing that it makes sense now and they also said that both are canon so like you can play either or they said that the success from Alexios and Cassandra and Odyssey made them go like yeah we should just keep doing this. And truthfully, I don't think it actually affects me, like me as a player. It doesn't affect me, uh, you know, knowing that there, there's another, you know, male or female that you can change the, the gender. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a, it, it actually hel helps me engross myself, you know, uh, oh. mm -hmm. into the game. Mm -hmm. I always go with the female can, uh, protagonist. If you've got to like look at something, you might as well look at something pretty, right? That, and they just seem to have more, uh, you know, features. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's called the Jiggle, called the jiggle JPEG. <laughs> That's so funny, but I like I know it's gonna be fun, exciting that we get another Assassin's Creed. How do you guys feel about it actually being for, like being a lead for the Xbox Loaf though, or I Xbox One X series? Yeah. It's supposed to be their launch title, and we haven't heard anything about the new Halo, and I'm like, look, Guardians is not great. It had, like, maybe, like, a few good points in it, but it was not great. We haven't had a really good Halo in a while, and Infinite actually looks really interesting. I actually... And I'm just like, well, shit. Now I have, like, no reason to buy this Xbox, because, like, I can play Assassin's Creed on my PS5, so yeah. what's the point? 
Um, and I know, didn't they state that they're having a Xbox conference? Yes, X- games and stuff? Xbox conference starts actually, like, this coming week. So it's like, new gen stuff is actually coming. <laughs> like, and Tony's just over here like, yeah, do it. How dare you? But. He's <laughs> over here like, do it. No, I, I really do want to say on one of the next after after they do it. Look, I'd like to do a side by side comparison once once we've got some confirmed uh, release games for the loaf and the five. Yeah. You know, compare the games. Compare the single player uh, exclusives. Compare you know what's going to be cross platform because we're in a world where basically it's like modern warfare. We from now on all modern warfare's are going to be cross platform. You know, we get that. Yeah. Uh, we get you know so. Which are you going for? Are you going for, as Stone pointed out, uh, I think it would be said, uh, the Five's uh, hard drives are always the top dog? Stone? Um, well, well, yeah, uh, essentially the for the spec sheet for um, the Xbox uh, One Series X and then, you know, the Xbox Lope and the uh, PS5, um, the PS5 and the Xbox have pretty similar stats in a lot of areas, and the Xbox beats them out on a few areas uh, regarding, like, uh, the GPU and that sort of thing. Um, but the PS5 just dominates in hard drive speeds. Um, like, it, it's ridiculous. The, the PS5 is, like, two to three times as fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is interesting as heck. When someone like Stone breaks it down to you, like, look, teraflops don't matter. <laughs> well, they do, but it's like they do, but it's like. Do, but it's not. It's not like teraflops are the be all end all. Yeah. That should ever matter to anybody, and it's like, you know, yes, they're they're a number, and it's an important number, but it's not everything. It's how you use it. You know. Yeah, it takes a long time to get to England in a rowboat, but you know, it's. <laughs> you know, it's it's how you use it, and not necessarily what how big it is. So, but if that rowboat's got one big strong guy, or if there, or if the other rowboat has an entire uh, rowing team from Harvard, who's gonna get there first? Right. <laughs> you guys are great. Well, uh, uh, this article comes from IGN. Joe Scribbles. He was talking with Phil Spencer, or Phil Spencer was pretty talking about that. Game production is the bigger unknown, even though the Xbox Xbox One X series or Series X. Oh my gosh, why like why can't they just call it that or the refrigerator? One of the two. <laughs> well, like somebody I think commented when they announced like the logo reveal for it, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Why does it just look like a PC? Why don't you just buy a PC?" And I was like. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, that's something we will discuss here in a second. It's that this, I'm going to finish reading this article. The teams, uh, what Phil says, the teams are doing a, re- bless you. Uh, Phil Smitzer says, you try to mute and go like, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, Phil Smitzer says, the teams are doing a really good job on keeping our hardware on track. On the hardware side, we feel good about our plans. There are obviously some impact to schedules, but overall, I think we're in line with what where we thought we would be. <laughs> so, with that, he then says, I'd say the bigger unknown is probably the game production. 
Just being honest, game production is a large-scale entertainment activity now. You have hundreds of people coming together, building assets, working through creative. We're learning every day. I still feel good about it, but I also need to make sure that the security and safety of the teams is the more important thing and not unduly push when things just aren't ready. With that being said, Jen number two said it. We talked about it off air when I kind of like send these out, like just to see what people think. Yeah. Do you guys think Halo is not coming <laughs> at launch? I don't think it's coming at launch because, like I said, launch is supposed to be September, October, and they haven't said anything about this Halo since announcing the Xbox Series X. So, like that was it. Like we got the one trailer for Halo Infinite. Coming next year, and they call it a 2020, and then like, here's the new Xbox, holiday 2020, and we're like, cool, launch title, and then we haven't gotten anything about Halo, but we've gotten a ton of stuff on the Xbox, so I don't know, I would just like an update on Halo, I just want them to be like, hey, it's not ready, so like, sorry to disappoint you, but like, it's not ready. We'd rather give you a good game than give you a crappy game because a bad game is bad forever. Mm. I've said this multiple times. Mm-hmm. Bad games are bad forever. So. Mm-hmm. And even the ones that you wait for, uh, like 10 plus years for still might be a crappy game. So it's just like... Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we waited a couple years for that, but still... I get well, what you're saying. The side, they're trying to like redo Anthem, but I think Jason yeah. said it uh, when we talked about it is that it needs to be a free update or nobody is going to play it. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, during like Christmas, we sold Anthem for like two dollars at GameStop. So, and everyone was like, "Is this game even worth this?" We're like, "Any game is worth two dollars." Mm. Hopefully. Hopefully, Hopefully. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, Stone, do you think that Halo is coming? Well, I don't know. I mean, you haven't heard anything about uh, PS5 exclusives for Sony either, right? <sighs> Just the one, right? No, like Godfall or whatever is... Yeah, well, it's not, it's not an exclusive. Actually, yeah. it's not even going to be exclusive, though? That's yeah, it's not even exclusive. Like, it's, and a, what... it's PC, PS5. Okay, well, yeah. well that's probably fun then. Um, I guess that's close enough. It's console exclusive, so. Um, Air quotes, close enough. I, don't, I think we'll hear more about what games will be launch titles around when E3 would have been. Mm. Because I feel like that they had planned on that marketing beat, and they're probably going to try to keep to that schedule. So I feel like, and um, I think that brings us to a pretty good time to talk about uh, the... Um, what was it? That the new conference, uh, summer. Yeah, I got uh, it pulled up, ready to go. Got it ready to go for you, bro. Look at it. Again? Uh, summer Game uh, Fest. Summer Game Fest. That's what it was. Yep, I got it pulled up, ready to go. Yeah, I, that seems pretty interesting to me. So yeah, so you ready? To, should we? Yeah, ready to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, let's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> good, good transition. Uh, pretty much a. Jeff Keighley pretty much is hosting a summer game fest. Yeah, 
and what she said, he posted on Twitter. <laughs> Bear with me for a minute, guys. Since I was a kid, one of my favorite parts of the, of the summer has been seeing all the video game companies band together to hype us about the future of this incredible medium. This year has been a challenge for all of us. For a while, I thought 2020 might be the first time in 25 years we didn't have big magic industry-wide moment. It really bummed me out to see everything fracture. More than ever, this is a year we need to need a positive, uplifting center of gravity to bring this global community together. So that's what we were going to build. Today, I'm proud to announce Summer Game Fest. A four-month-long season of news events from all your favorite game platforms and publishers. It's all the news you've been waiting for, but also in-game events, playable content, and demos of select titles, and a bunch of fun surprises. This sounds good, and I'm not even done reading it. <laughs> Summer, Summer Game Fest isn't a regular show, but a whole season for events. The schedule hub of... The schedule hub at summergamefest.com will guide you through the next four months to make sure you don't miss a thing. And trust me, there are some amazing events coming. And I'm working on some plans for a developer showcase with my friends at Ambient and, of course, Gamescom. ONL on August 24th as a big season finale. Thanks to all the game companies and developers who are working hard under challenging circumstances to keep us entertained. I hope SGF is a way to show these artists just how much their work helps us get through uncertain and scary times. Keep playing the future. Gaming is about to get really bright this summer. Jeff. React, Stone. Because <laughs> you wanted it. You got it. I said that there there won't be any like E3 this year. A lot of the other uh, like uh, GDC more or less got canceled this year. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of your your normal marketing beats where companies would go and you know unveil certain things about their new products, their you know their games, their consoles, that sort of stuff. Um, those have either been delayed or canceled, uh, so they don't have those platforms to do it. Uh, so they would have to do it entirely digitally to themselves online which they may or may not have the audience for um, so I feel like this is a good way like a, a all digital news conference or you know um, I mean basically a news conference that lasts for four months I mean that's interesting to me mm -hmm. um, it allows the you know devs to have their own flexibility in their marketing beats and when they want to tell us about stuff uh, but it also gives us a centralized location, which is kind of the point of E3, or had been the point of E3 for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, being a centralized distribution point for information about our favorite stuff, you know. So, I think it's cool, and I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I, I am super ecstatic for it, especially, like, since I started watching the Game Awards, and, like, I actually schedule, like wait towards a point like when the game awards are coming on and take the next day off because like something big always comes always comes out the next day which is interesting for december when you're not really looking to play much games and like the fact that it's head by jeff and like as the more i get into like the 
like you know the gaming side of this as long with you guys as well it's like oh yeah like this is really good that we get a place like you said because like e3 should be should have been like this but everyone's like well let's do our own thing it kind of started with nintendo but now even them being having to delay their e3 press conference or direct if you say so that maybe it interjects with the summer game fest what do you think I think I think Nintendo will, of course, make a uh, make a big display. You know, of course, through this uh, through this digital format. Uh, personally, I don't see the point of the Nintendo E3 Direct at all. If, if they're going to be a part, if now if they're not going to be a part of this this event, then the E3 Direct has a has a, has its own place. But you know, if they're giving them Sony to the four, it's going to go over four months. Four months. So from yeah, June, to yeah. So if you think, if you think about it, like we just said that, does it start this coming week then? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the all of May. So yeah. Maybe Dang. See some shit here in a minute. Maybe they're gonna tie it. They're gonna IGN's gonna tie in with the whole uh, Microsoft uh, talk. You know. Yeah, because because they they have their own uh, summer of gaming too, though. They have their event that would replace E3. So I want to know if this all is like going to replace their idea or is it all going to be different, you know? Yeah, because nobody wants to, so whichever one comes out first will obviously like. Oh. Everyone's going to watch it if it comes out first. Oh, Jeff is definitely in charge now. (laughs) So if, but then if we watch the, uh, if we watch the other one, uh, the, the four month long event, then we're gonna, you know, and we just see the exact same thing just talked about for a week again. We're like, we already saw all this, which yeah. would just sway people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what if if that's the very premiere uh, of this four month uh, fest? Then why would I come back and keep watching if other companies are just gonna tell their to tell us talk about their content? This yeah. is true. So I, I really do think that they're going to be tied in, but I also think that if they are separate events, completely separate of each other, then it's going to be different content on both on uh, both uh, shows. Well, co- I like to use the word show in this. Oh, they're 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 shows. You're right. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I think it'll be I I, I personally uh, my prediction for the future is we're going to see multiple different events. By the you know, IGN is gonna have Microsoft there for a bit, but Microsoft will not talk about the stuff they had already talked about, except as a recap. Like, oh, don't forget, as we said a few weeks ago, here's all this cool stuff coming. Mm-hmm. It's a, they'll do a TLDR on, uh, but they'll also like maybe we'll get like maybe they'll talk about Halo Infinite. Who knows? Obviously, everything I say is speculation at this point because they haven't given us a uh, an, uh, an agenda yet. Yeah, it's it's cool. Speculation is cool. He's like, wait, it could be that. Yeah. I just don't want everybody to think that all I do is speculate because yeah, no. There, there's like three brain cells up there. Not only that, but like there we're just three up there, it's fine. we're taking the news and like just making our own predictions. So if you 
don't realize that by this point, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Episode 69. <laughs> I'm 69. Yeah, giggity. <laughs> yeah, giggity. <laughs> so Jen, what do you think? I mean, like, I love the fact that I'm getting, like, this whole, like, thing. Like, I just think it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a whole, like, four weeks of games and stuff, but like Tom said, if it's the same thing for four weeks, I'm gonna get real bored real quick. Yeah. Um, cause like they're gonna be like, hey, this, and I'll be like, yeah, you told me that like four days ago. Yeah. Twice. Cool. Twice. You told me that twice. That day. Twice. Yeah. It just. But, like I don't. I just want different information. Like, sure. Like maybe like one week can be devoted to like. Microsoft and one to like Sony, one to Nintendo, blah blah blah. But believe it, E three is not set up that way. They do theirs by day, so. Um. I I think what they'll do is they'll they'll have a core focus. Maybe one whole month will be PC stuff. One whole month will be. Uh, will be Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, you know, stuff like that. Like maybe not a full month, but. So, and in that time, they'll break it down. Okay, so for these first four weeks, we're going to only talk about the stuff that is that is exclusive to the, the low, and, or not the low, but the, the Microsoft gaming consoles. And yeah. they'll be like, all right, well, what, what's exclusive? So, okay, your, your spot is lined up here on this day, and you get two days to talk about it. Mm. I think it's going to be... Do you guys think that it's just going to be this year? And that's it? You think it's just a one-time thing? No, I, I think that uh, this, you know, the whole virus thing is changing the landscape on a lot of things in, the, in ways that they probably should have already been changed. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that there's going to be a way back. This is the new normal, I think. This is the new normal? Cool, cool. Because, like, by now we have a state of play and we don't even have a, st- we haven't had a state of play. You know? They did mm-hmm. put PlayStation Plus on sale, though. Oh yeah, it's on sale for like thirty five bucks. It's ever been, I think it was like thirty two bucks or something for mm-hmm. like the whole year. I haven't seen a PlayStation Plus sell it. You might want to hop on. <laughs> for the state of play every year, it's usually either forty four ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine. Um, yeah. Usually that uh, during state of play, and then uh, Black Friday usually Christmas time. But I think the Christmas one's only like. Yeah. Ten dollars off, maybe. Because it's strictly like a digital kind of one. Because I hate having to explain it every Black Friday. Like you can't buy a physical card and get the discount. You have to like have it printed on CD. Oh. Yeah. That's why. See, I always go like Walmart on Black Friday, and you know how they'll do their uh, the Xbox uh, monthly thing. Yeah. And it's like twelve dollars instead of twenty-five. Yeah, it's always like this digital one so if you ever want that kind of like discount always just be like hey can I have it on my receipt um like I said we let everyone in mind know be like hey you buy the physical card you're not going to get the discount you got to get a digital one they'll put it on your receipt it works the exact same way except you don't have to scratch it off and worry about scratching it off too hard and having to call it Sony or Microsoft has anyone ever had that issue what yes like People do it so much more now with, like, the Fortnite cards than ever before. Because I guess they just hand them to their kids. 
and they scratch it off so hard the numbers are fake like they scratch the numbers too hard you can't read the numbers and they're like well what do i do and i'm like uh you don't have to call them because like we can't do nothing for you <laughs> ain't shit i can do about it nope <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i've just never heard anyone like i'm like go buy some scratchers and practice for a dollar <laughs> yeah I told hand these to your kid and like you know, let them scratch off the scratch tickets. It's fine. My mom let me scratch off scratch tickets for her when I was like five. So. Man, those were the best things when like parents got those as their stocking stuffers and they'd let you scratch it. Yeah, they would be real mad because you would get more money than they ever did scratching off. <laughs> more or less. Money, what? <laughs> like, I played the Powerball for the first time in my life and I won like $300. And my dad was like, I've never won more than five bucks. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds silly. <laughs> Short, quick note: Powerball's up to like two hundred million right now. It's because nobody's playing. No one's playing it. We're gonna save our four dollars for something else. <laughs> yeah, that's twelve hundred bucks from the Trump. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> paying gas right now, guys. Yeah, I got a full thing right now, too. Twelve hundred with the scratch-off tickets. No, yeah, wow. There was a guy who did that, and then, uh, so, uh, let me, I'll find the article later, but, uh, dude bought, spent his entire stimulus check on scratchers and, uh, and lotto tickets, didn't win oh a single God. thing. Like, he, he lost <laughs> money. Yeah. And then he, and then they asked him, well, so what are you gonna do with the money you have left over? Because, obviously, he went, you know, down. He goes, I'm gonna buy more. You what didn't the- learn? What? You didn't learn the first time? Like, get it together, my dude. Oh, <laughs> can we, uh, let's see. Where'd it go? I wanted to talk about that censorship thing. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, the cyberpunk one. Yeah. They don't get a censor do, which is dumb. The, the cyberpunk 2077 will not be censored in Australia, though. That's awesome. So that what is, is really. What does that mean? Like, there's just gonna be more nudity involved. Everything, everything. It's like a hard, a very, very hard in working on uh, cyberpunk as of right now. Yeah. I, well, that it, what what they're meaning is that. So, um, whenever South Park and the Stick of Truth came out, uh, there was a few scenes that the uh, the ratings board in Australia just could not agree with and they were like look you can't release your game in Australia period unless you you know censor these scenes and you just can't cut them out or just don't show them okay you cannot release your game in our country if you have these scenes in your game so and it, it was the uh, the anal probing scene I, I think oh yeah yeah okay yeah I see here in the article where they flat out well a lot of people did but they flat out ban ban hunt you know, it's like, okay, I feel that one. But Manhunt was a lot. That was that that's a heavy lot. That is never gonna be my recommendation unless I'm drunk on this podcast. <laughs> I love Manhunt though. Like, You're not drunk like on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, I'm gonna get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh but like I said I said it before, like I played Manhunt on my Wii. So I had like very strange motions. To do to stab people, so it's pretty great. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it is. I'm just saying, it's cool that they are going to get their 
I understand censorship, but like for something like Cyberpunk, you need to experience it in its full entirety. I I want that here, but there would be so much flack from like parents that just buy their kids whatever. Like the parents that buy their kids GTA solely based off the kid being like, yeah, you can skip over all that stuff, and then they'll like come up to the counter and be like, hey, and I'll be like, no, you you cannot skip over that stuff. Did you really say that to them? Yeah. Do you guys remember in a, the in one of the Call of Duty games where not the one with the airport scene, but where the guy gets uh, executed and it actually shows everything? Oh yeah. Okay. I so, remember that. So this was while th- that game came out while I was working at a GameStop for my little short tenure there. Uh, we won't talk about that. Uh, anyway, uh, and this this woman literally uh, sets a. St- grabs from her kid her eight-year-old grabs a stack of like four games sets them up and i go through them and as soon as i said i said ma'am you know what this game is call of duty no i was like well, first of all it's a first person shooter it does have graphics and gore secondly there is a scene right off the bat because i had taken it home before the game technically released because we got to do that i missed those yeah. things uh anyway uh and uh jen you're over there going i played so many games before everybody else. Oh, and- like, I I don't borrow new games. I usually just wait for, like, a pre-owned one, because, like, I know how fast they go. So I'm just like, I don't want that call at, like, 9 a.m. Hey, it's your day off, but can you, like, come back and bring this game? I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah, bitch. <laughs> Big nah. But if it's a game, I really want to play. I already have it pre-ordered, so... I so mean, you, you I, got it. I just take my pre-ordered copy home. Uh, but, like Which I said, I usually off. pay off my pre-orders months in advance, so... Like, I've had The Last of Us 2 paid off since, like, January, so... But, yeah, so this woman, uh, the shorthand is, she comes in and I describe exactly what the scene was, and she goes, oh, wow. Looks oh. at her kid and says, how many games do you have like that? And instantly, kid's eyes dart to the left, you know, looks down, and I'm like, ah, oh, you lying. You about to lie to your mother. <laughs> I saw her two days later, and it just happened to be when I was working, and she brought in a grocery bag of games. She goes, he can't play these. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite thing. Right? Like, yeah, like, parents will buy their kids GTA, and they're like, he said he could skip it, and I'll look at him and be like, no, you can't. Uh, but would you want to? The thing is, though, are you required to do that, though? No, we're not. We just have to tell them what's in the game. We have to be like, hey, this is the most mature rated game that we sell at GameStop. Anything that's in the real world is in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, but like, to an almost cartoonish degree. Yeah, and I'm like, and they're just like, well, like, what do you mean? And I'm like. There's drugs, there's strippers, there's sex and alcohol and drinking and drugs and cartels, a bunch of stuff. And, like, all we're supposed to do is be like, hey, it's mature rated, blood gore, violence language, all that stuff. Uh, But I'm like, there's not a way to skip over this in GTA. There's not. And mm-hmm. I believe that as as fellow gamers, it's it's actually our duty to let you know. Yeah. Yes, I know we're 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 
censoring the young community, but you know, as somebody who's got a three-year-old, when she's starting to pick up, uh, she'll pick up stuff quick. You know, kids, they they emulate what they see. I'm not saying video games are the reason people shoot and fight and stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying though, we do as a, as a race emulate the things that we we are fond of. You know, if, yeah. if we love a game, we will try to imitate the character. You know. So what happens if this person is literally like, crime is great because I'm rich and I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, what age should you start playing games? Like, as no, soon as playing no, games? No, 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 like, no, like, when should they, when should a kid be allowed to play games like, let's say Zelda or Final Fantasy or The Last of Us? There's a ratings board for a reason. They have a recommended age for those ratings. There you go. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but if you're a, someone that you can obviously like, you are of a. If you can see that your kid is a mature, becoming very mature, would you allow them to play the game? I mean, I might let a 17-year-old play a mature game, but I probably wouldn't be hesitant to let the 16-year-old play a mature game. Well, mature is 16 plus, uh, so. Um, I thought it was 18 plus. Oh, it was 18. Mature is 18, yeah. Is it really? Yep. Maybe I'm thinking of the Peggy system. You are thinking of the Peggy system. Oh, uh, they're, rated, they're rated with numbers. They're Peggy 16 or Peggy 18. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually think we should just go with the Peggy system. This is a standard metric kind of uh, argument, but look, it really I depends on the maturity and intellectual, uh, because obviously all kids, you know, I feel like there's a fluctuation. If, you know, if you're a 16-year-old and, you know, you're you're doing, you know, like, I, I was raised, my mom worked two or three jobs a lot. You know, I, I was, when I was 10 years old, Stone knows this, I, I was cooking my own food when I got home and stuff like this, you know. Or no, not 10 years old, 12 years old, because seven, you know. He would come over and ride the bus with me. And then there's nobody there for like six hours, basically till we were like, we're going to bed. Of course, we didn't go to bed because we were gamers. Right. But, and then to, when I went to his house to see this tight knit family where someone's almost always home at, you know, after school hours and there's always, you know, people watching over you, et cetera. It was different. You know, you play Jack and Daxter and stuff like that. I was playing Halo and Call of Duty Big Red One and, and, I was finding those more graphic games because I, I could get away with it. I'm not saying that was a good thing. I'm just saying I cheated the system. I was the kid that would hide a game under the stack of games. And I truly wish my mom had, had looked into these games a little bit more and been like, no, you can't have these. I'm not saying my mom was a bad parent at all. No, no, no. <laughs> she was amazing. She's a damn angel. Angela will whoop your ass. <laughs> she still scares me to this day. <laughs> anyway, so, but you get what I'm saying is, I, I, I don't know. I can't say you know. I, I think all 16 year olds should play mature rated games. That's me arguing against the rating system. I will say that if you read the rating and you read the content, if something's rated mature just because of foul language, but you know, you already use foul language or in you and your family because you guys don't view it as being a bad thing, you know. If you're if you're the kind of person that when you, when your kid spills a juice box you go dude what the fuck mm -hmm. maybe mature rated game for just language isn't that bad yeah but a mature rated game that's 
creating sexual scenes when your kid is 13 and just now discovering themselves and learning about, you know, sex ed and stuff. Maybe that's a little bit too much, you know? Yeah. It's, it's contextual, uh, Perry, for me to uh, say what age, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very terrified of when Nova... That's why I want her to be a healer and play games like WoW and, and ESO. <laughs> that's funny well I'm just saying look because I was playing Resident Evil at the age of 14 no problem that kind of stuff so I'm just curious yeah see I played uh, the first Resident Evil I played was like when it released in 90 yeah like I said like I, my, my parents knew I was playing the game and they knew what was in it and they told me that not to take it too seriously like you know like don't don't have that mindset that kind of stuff like that so just like i i've actually had someone that i um pretty much my nephew like when i he's been playing he was playing a bunch of Fortnite, and i saw that uh maybe he needs a change of pace maybe he needs something more story based so i got him the last of us he played it beat it now he's ready for number two is that a problem you know while it does have some darker content, if he would, if he was emotionally and mentally mature enough that he could, if you felt he was ready for that, and obviously some of the darker content didn't like screw with him, you know, yeah. especially that ending because I'm still crying about it. <laughs> uh, you know, it, ter- it pull- that that game pulled at your heartstrings, so you know we're always worried about giving kids trauma. Obviously, the, the children are were very important. Yeah. But, but if they're, mat- if they've shown as they grow up, they're growing that they're mature enough for these. Yeah, you know, go ahead and let them. the The biggest problem can always be multi. Really, I think multiplayer games because it's not the content always of the game; it's the quality of the player base. Yeah. And it will always be shit. Oh yeah. It, will, it can be very toxic. So you know. I mean, like, if you got a bunch of, if you got, your kid is 14 years old and still playing Splatoon because they enjoy it and that community's, you know, very motivational, you know, they, they are, Splatoon they are pouring. So cute. Splatoon is amazing. I'm waiting for number three. <laughs> but, so you guys see where I'm coming from. Yeah. I've never actually seen a bad situation from, a, from the community in Splatoon uh, 1. Splatoon 2, I did see some screen caps of some of that artwork. Where you can draw whatever you want, I think. Uh, really? Yeah, like people were doing. There were some people getting online and doing very vulgar content. Oh yeah. It didn't There's last always long. Always yeah, yeah. Those are the same people that'll tur- take the kids shows on YouTube Kids and turn them into. Remember the scary face that was telling people to kill themselves and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's always bad people. There are always bad apples. Mm-hmm. But it's our job as parents and as gamers to make sure our fellow, uh, you know, little gamers, the, the cubs of the world, are taken care of. Oh my gosh. <laughs> even I play Call- yeah, even when I play Call of Duty, you know, if I'm if I'm in, not in a private party, but I'm in the group voice chat, and I've got some guys who are, you know, because of their culture, they use certain words that I'm not allowed to say as a white man. But then a squeaker comes on. And I'm like, hey guys, there, there's a young kid. Uh, do you mind if we uh, kind of curb our language? Nine times out of ten, if I'm respectful to them, they're like, oh yeah, bro, no problem. 
and then they'll be super supportive of the squeaker. Hey, go and get that guy. All right, good job. You know, that was a good kill, good solid kill. Yeah, it's all about making a toxic. Yeah, it's all about making that toxic environment better. That's why I'm like, if we ever do, like, if Jason ever does decide to play Final Fantasy VIII, just let me know because I will be playing that. Not eight, fourteen. Right. So we could make a, you know, if we all jump back into uh, a Fireline, tried to get us all to jump in, and uh, I actually forgot the game existed because life happened. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, if we all jumped in and made our own, they're called free companies, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so if we all made our own free company. You know, we could make a very wholesome community on Twitch. You know, bringing other players in, and you know, he could do his uh, crafting guides and all that. But we could encourage, regardless of age, that game can be a wholesome game. It's a time sink, though, and I'm just wondering. And like, for me, like personally, it's like schedule. I gotta know yeah. when I can like play that. that that's a huge issue with schedule. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of went on a long trip there. And oh, I you're fine. Hey, shoot, you, like you, you definitely deliver that. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, Stone, would you be interested in playing 14 again or no? Oh, yeah. didn't hear him I say that. He did. I'm just assuming. <laughs> He's like. Oh, yeah, we got some in the refrigerator right now. What are you drinking on today, Jen? Pepsi. No wine? I will help you. I've got like three bottles of wine that I'm not drinking. <laughs> Minus the roofie colada. Oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> There's a comedian who talks about it. He goes, yeah, so uh, you know, I heard a lot about these roofies. And, uh, and I put one in my beer. And I don't know how they're supposed to work, but, man, I feel great. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, how is Warzone, Warzone going for you, though, Cub? Is it getting better? Oh, it is uh, actually. You want to know what's increased uh, my my playability? Mm, what? The new graphics card, power supply, M2 hard drive, and dual 27 inch Asus monitors because it's a whole new game. Okay. So pretty much you got uh, a new upgrade, and it was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, it it literally went from uh from having my average latency was about was about 70 to 100, which I know technically that's that's my bandwidth, but you know. Uh, you know, but now my uh, my I'm I'm rocking for 30 to 60 frames. Everything's clearer. Uh, my shots have increased over 50 to 100 meters with close range weapons like the P90. Uh, I can see things that I didn't know you know existed. You know, I can see I can see bullet holes in the wall behind the guy, so I know exact not just how I'm missing, but in real life. If I shoot, if I shot two inches high and three inches. Uh, left, then I, I know how to adjust my shot, you know, and that's real world things, you know, that you have to obviously in the real world that means I'm just I'm pulling the trigger, or I'm squeezing the trigger instead of pulling, vice versa mm. no, Number but, two the, oh, go for it, you? No, but you know, that's just that's not the game, the gameplay is higher frame rate better quality of a graphics processor uh, just can make or break a game Hmm Cool, cool, cool. Number two, this next story is yours because you're the one that pointed to me. Marty Myers leaving Kentucky. What were your thoughts when you saw that? 
everybody leave the document. <laughs> what I made you? I read an article by him. I'm not. Bye. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Your main dude's leaving. You might as well get out before it goes down. I guess. I will not be reading this entire thing, but I'm not even sure if I've actually read an article about Marty Myers. Wow. It goes back to the whole Deadspin thing. Wow. So it seems like Deadspin was very heavy on a lot of people's hearts at Kotaku. Yeah. It, and, and then Gamergate happened, which I don't even know what that is. Oof. Let's uh, table that conversation. <laughs> I will read that after the podcast. Yeah. Because like, like, there's so much that was... It's definitely something that... Number two, I feel like you should read. Just, I'll send you the link, and I would like your thoughts, and like it'll just be a topic, because uh, it's definitely geared towards female gamers. Because, uh, like, just to make the short point is that most of the times, like when it was at conferences or whatnot, there weren't a lot of females present, and it was just like this whole stipulation. I could be wrong with that statement. I'm just saying that it's not the same way anymore, but just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just something to keep in mind that we are progressing in some way. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, did you are you able to travel now today? You want your fruit or no? Why don't you want to time travel? I'm just curious. That's not how the game was meant to be played. Is it? Is there an option in the game settings where you can change the time? Not in the option. Well, you just in the console. Yeah, that's it. Oh, it's a console command. Yeah, you like you pretty much like do everything you need to do and just like exit out and then just move the day forward and your switch and then go back. I actually agree with Jen. Um, now, I still stand on my platform that that's how you, tr- if you personally want to play, because it has no effect on other players, yeah. go for it. But if Jen says that's not how the game is meant to be played, that's how she, she feels. So, but the problem is with that statement, she's like, well, if you want to do more in the game, you have to experience more. It's true for every game. Yeah. Raider, you don't start off with bow and arrow. You gotta yeah. But that's different if something that is definitely, like, a real in-game state. Because, like, Pokemon Sword and Shield, like, that's the thing. Like, it's all about weather. Huh? I didn't actually play Pokemon Sword. I mean, the thing is, though... I mean, the thing is, though, like, that was, like... There was ways to change the weather to get the Pokemon that you wanted. And people were up in arms about the the Pokemon company. Like, in the Pokemon, uh facebook page about how people would just do that and like i was like time is valuable and i'm not gonna be playing this over a couple of days and seeing how i'm trying to review this game this is the best way to get everything i need done you know <laughs> in that context that makes sense but say if i bought uh if i if i actually bought a switch and bought animal crossing right if i if i made that leap and i decided that animal crossing is going to be the game that i will play on and off 
for the next two years. I, I plan on dedicating that time frame to it, right? I'm only going to play it on X day for X amount of hours, then, you know, and jump in on certain days. Then for me, changing the time is irrelevant because I don't need to serve, so to speak. Okay. But if I was doing a review and, I, and I'm like, well, I can't talk about a feature if I haven't tried it. Okay. Okay, changing the time, cool. Or... You know, I'm just, I've been farming turnips so much and I'm so sick of it and there's going to be a sale on this day. I, you know, I might change the day, you know. Well, coming from, coming from people like some of my good friends that have the whole time travel feature, they did it just to unlock everything, then reset the time back and just progressed it normally. Do you get what I'm saying? They got everything that they wanted. I got, oh, they're not leaving the time forward. They're just they're just doing that. That's why you're time yeah, traveling. Jump yeah. or do what they got to do, and then jump back to their their yeah state. yeah and jump back because they said that they don't want to get too far. They don't want to get too ahead of actual time. Just and like I agree with that. It's like okay, talk to us tomorrow. Well, Sometimes games come and go, but Animal Crossing is going to be up for Game of the Year. We know this. We all should know. <laughs> it might be prone cyberpunk, Jen, just so you know. <laughs> I think overall the game definitely deserves a uh, goatee. Yeah. Uh, because of what it's done for the community and given the crisis, I, I think it's, it's more of a circumstantial Game of the Year. Mm. Because if it had released last year at this time, I don't think it would have blown up as much. Uh, it would definitely be everything that was on the docket last year. I don't know. What do you think, Jen? Well, that's fair. Maybe I yeah, should have said Fire Emblem came out last year, so... <laughs> so did Luigi's Mansion. What's that going to do with the Animal Crossing, though? <laughs> I don't know. I've never played the Luigi's Mansion. That was three, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, di I didn't play that one, so I, I don't have any personal biases either way, having not played either game, but, uh, yeah. Did you get I that one? No. No. Still don't have a Switch, either way. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, or are you just done with that, Jen? Mm-hmm. Um, you cut out. I'm you cut out. Uh, I'm not done. Not mm. done. Not done. Is there just that much content, or is it that replayability? Oh, that's just content. <laughs> I think it's replayability. <laughs> I took it back. I got the. We're cutting out. Oh, I played the goose game. You, you returned it, okay? No. Dill pickle wings? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. So quiet. This world needs to be pickle flavored. <laughs> I saw that and thought about the. Hey, Stone's back! Yay! What were we asking Stone about? Oh my gosh! Oh, it's in the past. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Were you getting a beer, Stone? No, I told you I had to go to the restroom. I was gonna be right back. I didn't even hear you say that at all. No, I heard him say it, but I couldn't remember what he said he was going to do. I'm like, I think he went to go get me. <laughs> we just made a group decision. <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that's probably fair. Yeah. Did you get a beer, though? I, I will. I got some uh, Cran uh, Purple drink. Good gosh. That counts. Can I have your <laughs> man card back? No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm never drinking his crown purple. 
Oh, I think you said crayon, like no, cranberry. No, no. Yeah, no, it's cranberry juice. It's cranberry and grape, but it's like, it's not grape juice. It's like purple drink, so. <laughs> purple drink. Okay, you know what? It's, it's uh, purple flavor, not grape flavor. So, yeah. Alright, number two. Be careful with this next topic because Stone hasn't beaten the game. So, Katasi assures that Final Fantasy VII Remake will, is not deviating from the actual story. How do you feel? Cool. That's cool. I don't want it to deviate, so it's fine. <laughs> Cause you actually want to experience it like everybody else? Can I point out that it actually, he said drastically, it's not changing the story. So that does leave some room for for them to uh, to alter it a little bit. So it will yeah. feel like a different game. Yeah. A different story. I shouldn't say game, obviously. It's multiple games. Mm. But, you know. Oh, yeah. By the way, they did say they have an act, they have an idea of the actual number of games coming out. It just hasn't been finalized. <laughs> Us an estimate? No. I don't know if they might have given us a minimum of. Oh, I'm sure they have an idea, but as soon as they tell us something and then it changes, everybody freaks the fuck out. There's only so much, you know, transparency you can have before the game community turns its back on you. Oh my gosh. Well, with Final Fantasy, like, there's just so many diehards, and, like, including myself, they're Seven Final Fantasy uh, Seven remakes is good enough. <laughs> that way, I can play FF Seven Seven. Yeah, I wonder if they're working on Final Fantasy Sixteen right now. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, no idea. Hmm. I'm gonna keep my dog out of that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe they're working on the next Tomb Raider game and they're not telling anybody. Oh. And trigger Jim. Nope. <laughs> nope. Dang. <laughs> We're trying so hard. <laughs> she's just being messed up, Mike. She's just chilling. Just chilling. Uh, that, that two hours of sleep getting to her now. Let's see. We talked about that. Square that, said uh, they're not doing another Tomb Raider game for a couple of years, so Tomb oh. Raider doesn't affect me right now. Well, Dang! <laughs> uh, they said it when they did Shadow that they're taking a break from Tomb Raider you feel like that was rushed? I don't know if I ever actually that. Still haven't played it. Oh, I was asking her. Uh, Jim. But. No, I meant. I was yeah. Like, well, I, I, asked you, yeah <laughs> I was transition to uh, ask. Uh, I forgot my question. Jen, would you say that even in the current day, if I have not played Shadow, uh, is it still worth 60 bucks to buy and play? I mean, I think it's on sale right now, so <laughs> I'd buy the Definitive Edition so you get all that extra content and stuff. Well, yeah, but... I like Shadow. I did, too. I didn't like... The ending wasn't great, but it's not awful. Like, it, it just wasn't the ending I thought I was going to get, so maybe that's why I didn't like it as much, but Amber played it, and she said she really liked it, so... Like, Michelle Riley? Yeah. Oh. It's a really good game. Okay. Well, that actually gives me a promise. Uh, would you say it's better than the, the, the two predecessors? No. <laughs> no. Not better than either, either one of them? Nope. Oh. Okay, well, maybe the fact that it's on sale 
Wait, I have. I still have stimulus money. Somebody <laughs> tell me don't do it. It might, if it, it might be on the Xbox Game Pass. So it is. Not sure. Oh, I have the Game Pass full free? Yeah. Yeah. Minimize. I think it's just the regular edition, but yeah. But it's still content that I'm getting. I got three months of free uh, Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, play Goose Game too. Goose is on there too, yeah. The Untitled Goose Game, yeah. You know what you should do? <laughs> Number two. Play the Untitled Goose Game. Number two, once you beat it, you should try speedrunning. See how well you do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I thought I could speedrun it because after seeing someone else do it, it took me like three hours to beat still. I'm like, well, I said I was going to speedrun this. <laughs> Speedrunners spend all their time in a game to spend less time in the game. <laughs> that hurts my brain, that statement. It's I mean, like, because at the end of the game, it's like, oh, yeah, you should really experience it, but we're going to deviate from that. I'm like, oh. Okay. You know, it's really cool to watch speedrunners. I would never want to try to be a speedrunner, though. My gosh, Dark Souls? Ugh. Seeing people... I question how fast you could... Not counting the two hours of... Uh, of how fast you could speedrun Resident Evil 3. And I was like... I, and then I noticed to get an S ranking, because at the end of the... When you complete it, you get a rank. You have to beat it in under two hours just to get the S rank. And I'm like, oh. Oh, my. Yeah, so like if you if you get that, then you get the trophy for both, and it's like oh, and then you play it on the hardest difficulty, and it's like oh, and then at that point I'm like, do I really want to play this game that many times? <laughs> no, 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 no. You do not. You do not get to say that because you play what game? <laughs> oh. I mean, you still play it, though. <laughs> but half the time I don't finish it, I just get to, like, a certain part, and I'm like, okay, I'm Oh, really? You're just like, oh, okay, I just, I think I did that with Seven, because, like, once you, like, before, like, the toughest part for me in Final Fantasy Seven is the beginning. I just don't, like, Midgar was cool this time, but just, like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just... I'm just glad that I don't have to see Midgar again. Even though it was fun and I like enjoyed everything. Just like I don't want to see this again. <laughs> um, but no no no. Um, let's see. So I just want Stone's opinion about Final Fantasy when he beats it. It's gonna be good. Hmm. Hopefully so enjoy. Far, I've enjoyed my time with it. Like That's said, good. I'm fairly close to the end. What chapter are you on? Are you still in the same chapter? Yeah, I'm on the same chapter. I'm in all the side questing and stuff so now it's just straight story content you know you don't even get the trophy until you until your second playthrough for side quest yeah that's dumb do you have to i guess you have to do the other side quests um the side quest i'm thinking of is like the hair dress like the dressing thing yeah whenever you're you're doing the cross-dressing bit yeah that's the that's the uh other two side quests yeah, yeah, because you, you can't uh, you can't get all the side quests in one go. You have to go through a second time because your choices uh, change which quests you get access to. I think, right? Mm-hmm. But you, did you get Bahamut? Not yet. Uh, I still have to fight Bahamut, um, and I still need to like I need to get through the rest of the story. Uh, mm-hmm. And 
I don't know if I'll play it on hard mode or not. I'll probably play something else, and then I might come back to it later if I have the time. If, if I had time, because, like, <laughs> freaking number two over here rubbed it in my face. He's like, you said you only had four games. Now they raise you two. <laughs> <laughs> you complain, and they give you two more. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but then the more I thought about, like, wait. Freaking Pokemon DLC is coming out next month too. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, good gosh, it's the expansion, so it's like, good gosh, everything I just said means nothing now. <laughs> life of a reviewer too. Life of a reviewer. It's never done. It's never done. <laughs> but um, I'm uh, Bahamut was a hard fight, by the way. I. Didn't yeah, like it. I, I think it will be very challenging. Um, I think I've got a good idea for how to beat him. Because um, the big thing is he is—he's not resist. He's, he's not weak to anything. So you kind of just need to beat his ass. And yeah. he has like—he has a bunch of uh, like DPS checks essentially. Like you have to hit him with so much damage so quickly. Uh, so you have to really focus on that. But he also deals a shit ton of damage, so you have to focus on defense too. So it just you can't just like go in there half-assed and yeah, you know, beat him like the rest of the game on normal mode. So. Yeah, it took me an hour. Good gosh, did you did you get the pull-ups done? Did you get the pull-ups done? Yeah, I got it all of them. You got you got the hard mode too. Wow, you yeah. got the pro. Wow, did it take forever, or did you just get it in first try? Second try. Second try. Oh my gosh. That's crazy, because everyone says that's the hard, that's the hardest thing is jewels, like you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but I, I got there. Good gosh, you're 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 a monster stone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just kind of you know just focused on the, the pattern and just like okay, this is the the way I need to go and just keeping the rhythm going. Mm. So I just kind of I just kind of shut my eyes and press the buttons in the correct order and just fucking went. Mm. That's funny. Probably was drinking while doing it too. <laughs> I mean, you know, gotta have a hobby. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. That they end in why? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, what happened this week in wrestling? Wrestling is like become a chore for me, but I think they said that people can start going back relatively soon. You said, did you say dumb at the start of this? No. Oh. Okay, I thought I, I, I thought you said dumb stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. No, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, money in the bank is set up now, for the most part. Um, I'm still really freaked out that Like, they normally climb ladders to grab the briefcase. The briefcase is, like, 
at the top of their headquarters in like Pennsylvania and I'm just like is somebody gonna get shoved off the roof because I really really want to see that didn't, didn't somebody call the cops on them when they were practicing yeah they were uh, they didn't know what was going on and uh, they were like there are people fighting in this building I was like, oh, okay. Um, got him. Got him, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, Rob was okay. There was... Jinder Mahal came back, but, like, I don't care about Jinder Mahal. Like, eh. Um, I don't know why they teamed up Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, but I'm okay with it they're not too bad but they do a lot of high flying kind of stuff so that's cool um we're set up for like drew mcintyre versus seth rollins seth rollins with his i'm a messiah gimmick did Roman reigns leave uh he didn't go to wrestlemania because covid and all of that but he doesn't want to come back right now either because of covid um and, like, he battled with leukemia, like, a year or so ago. And, you know, he doesn't want to, like, risk it or anything. So they're just, like, moving about it. And I'm like, okay. I don't particularly, I'm not the biggest fan of Roman Reigns. So, like, it doesn't bug me as much. Uh, but, like, it's still really, really strange. Is that because, oh, I'm just asking. Just my. Not even that. Is it because, uh,. He's related to Dwayne Johnson? Is that why? That he's not there, or...? that No, I mean, that the fact that, like, you as a fan, you know... Oh, no, I just, I never liked Roman, like, even in The Shield and back in NXT. He just never appealed to me. Okay, like you so, said, like, some people say, like, oh, he's related to Dwayne, so it's like he's been force-fed. Like, Man. that kind of thing. No. Okay. Like I said, I don't like I said I can see that where people come off like that, but I'm just like it's. I like Roman. He's alright. Yeah, uh, they're feeding jobbers to Sheamus still, which I don't know why. I mean, you can just feed Sheamus big dudes. We've seen him beat him before. It's fine. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the New Day are champions, so that's kind of cool. Are there Raw tag team champions or Smackdown? Smackdown. Okay. We're just gonna get we're gonna get WWE out of the way. Um, <laughs> I actually double watched NXT and AEW this week. Um, they both had like solid matchups and stuff. Somebody attacked Finn Balor, and nobody knows who it was. So we're all like, "Who did this?" There's still kidnappings going on, and we still don't know who's behind all that. Oh my gosh! And NXT. Yeah. Good gosh. So this is turning into a bad Knives Out episode. Yeah, it's like a really bad Knives Out because I mean, definitely not part of it. Um, but uh, yeah, we're still doing the uh, cruiserweight tournament, which is cool. Uh, Candace, my girl Candace, I love her so much. Okay, um, she's like one of the like nicest wrestlers I've ever like met out. Like a wrestling event, she's super nice, and uh, she debuted like her new heel gimmick, and it's actually really, really cool. Um, it's really neat. Um, well, there was an yeah, that was neat. Um, 
they get tagged. I just say neat. <laughs> neat, neat. Um, the NXT Tag Team Champions got attacked. Uh, Charlotte actually showed up to NXT for once. Oh my gosh. She didn't pull off. She, she didn't pull off the Brooke Lesnar move. Like, oh yeah, just. No, no, she doesn't. I see. Um, Keith Lee defeated Damian Priest. Um, Finn Balor's gonna be there next week. Um, Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream is still a thing. So, um, you move to AEW, which is fine. Oh man, I saw. I, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> if Chris Jericho wants. Inevitably retires. Um, I'd be fine with it because, like, Chris Jericho's commentary is just golden. Um, I just like the Jericho show. <laughs> I just love Chris Jericho. Let's get that out of the way. I love Chris Jericho. Um, yeah. Cody versus Darby was top notch as always. I love Cody and I love Darby. Um, Cody inevitably won, but I think they're setting Darby up to win the title off one of um, bigger name people to make him look um, stronger and stuff like that, um, which is real cool. Um, I love Darby, so Darby, all the Darby. Darby. Um, Darby. Darby all in. <laughs> it's Allen, but like it's the word all in. Um, but yeah, my my mom calls him all in. Um, mom, no, it's not no. Oh, we got a really <laughs> nice video package on Spark Sky, which is real cool. Um, MJ, MJF has been out um, rehabbing his hangnail um, because it took him out of action because it hurt so bad. Um, he's very excited to get back to AEW and wrestle. And then he was shaving and he nicked his neck and he's in a neck brace now. Um, which Dang. is insane, but MJF is a wonderful deal. Pretty great. Um, it's so it's weird watching him be like, I have the hangnail. I nicked my neck while I was shaving. Slap some duct tape on the wound. Right, right. I really wanted to be like, some duct tape on it, get fuck back to work. But then he was like, that would ruin his scarf, so we can't can't have that. Um. Oh my god, the aesthetic. The aesthetic. Oh my gosh. Um, Wardlow was dominant as always. That dude is freaking huge. Um, that dude is huge. My new favorite episodic thing is the bubbly bunch, um, which is great. Um, the Flim Flam Challenge, which was like their version of TikTok. They did like dance challenges. Um, they were like debating on who they thought won and stuff like that. Um, and then they decided they should have a Manitoba melee, and they had like a virtual melee, and it was it was wild. Um, I believe it's actually up on their YouTube channel, um, so you should definitely look that up because it was it was really great. Um, and plus, Chris Jericho's in it, so it's gold already. So cool. cool. Um, and then we had um, like a no DQ match, which was really great because um, it had the best friends and team super bad so I was totally fine with that uh, hmm. Britt Baker gave another like fantastic heel promo uh, I got to see Marco stunt die again um, so that was really cool did you, just, did you just say you got to see someone die again 
Yeah. Um, Marco Stunt is, um, um, how old is this? He's real, he's real small, you guys. <laughs> he is five foot two. He weighs 120 pounds. And, uh, they fed him to Brody Lee. Um, so he kind of just got thrown around everywhere. He got completely manhandled. Um, got to see John Moxley, which we all know is my favorite. Um, and he yelled at everybody to call their grandma. Um, yeah, that was, I wasn't ready for that part because it's just like, I can't wait till we're all back together and I can like flee in front of all of you. It should be soon. It should be soon. I think AEW is going live again next week, um, so that's really fun, um, which is real cool, so Moxley's going to be there, and I'm real excited for him. Um, but yeah, he yelled at us to call his grandma, um, and then Kenny Omega's going to be there next week, and he's teaming with Matt Hardy versus Lay Sex Gods, which is Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, um, which is real cool. Um, and then I'm probably going to watch Dustin Rhodes die. Um, okay. Oh, no, I did watch him die. Sorry. I'm thinking about that week. Um, so we had Lance Archer, who is an absolute, like, beast of a man. Um, they, um, it is wild, because Dustin's been wrestling for a while, um, a.k.a. like gold dust for anybody that doesn't know his real name uh, but uh, he got busted open and it was it was a lot um, and then like Ar- he got Archer down eventually but they just it did not work in uh, Dustin's favor unfortunately um, but next uh Double or Nothing is coming up, which is their pay-per-view event, which is really cool. I love that AEW doesn't have, like, a monthly pay-per-view event. Do you really? Get, like, okay. Yeah, I love the fact that I don't get burned out on the Yeah. Because, like, for me, personally, with the WWE, I just wait till their pay-per-view and watch it. I wait for the, uh, like, I watch the big four, which is the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and uh, TLC. Those oh are wow! Four that I like really enjoy. Those are your main four. I would like you would say Survivor Series, but I guess that's just me. Survivor Series, yeah, okay. Yeah. I like tables, ladders, and chairs more than I like Survivor Series. Um, well, I I just like SmackDown versus Raw, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I see dominated last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, we're on two hundred and one episodes of being the elite. Um which is probably, like, my favorite kind of, like, vlog kind of deal to watch. Um, because everyone is just so chaotic on there. Um, Luchasaurus is on the hunt for his tail right now because he doesn't know where his tail is. Um, so that's, that's been real interesting. Um, mm. yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a dinosaur. Like, I, I think not. Like, he's a dinosaur. He wears a dinosaur mask in the ring and everything. And he's really upset because he doesn't know where his tail is. Um, got some teasers for some people coming to AEW, hopefully. 
Um, so that would be fun. I'm just really, really excited for Money in the Bank is like the 10th, I think. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of excited about Money in the Bank, except for both Money in the Bank matches are taking place simultaneously. Whoa. Um, so I don't know how that's going to work in a building, because I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That's just, that's iffy for me right now. Vince, I'm trying to make moves, that's all I know. <laughs> uh, more releases are happening. Um, some of them aren't being announced. So. Mm. Well, after the backlash that they got from the first time through, you really yeah, think... Yeah, they announced like one yesterday. Um, and so everyone's like, this is, this is, this is some bullshit. It is, it is. Okay. Uh, but apparently, Vince is just granting releases to anybody that asks for them right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, look, it's really shady to be like, I will let you go during the pandemic if you want to go. But everyone needs the money, so no one's going to be like, yeah, I'm like. Yeah, I just, it's just really bad business practices. I mean, yeah. we get it, but just like, really? Yeah, like, I get it. Like, Need to make uh, cuts where you need to, but still. So, my important question is: if they get let go, do they still get unemployment? Uh, do they get the booster shot of six hundred dollars a week? Yeah. Did they get stimulus checks? Those poor multimillionaires. What are they gonna do? Yeah. Well, like I don't know how their their like their actual pay works. I know everybody gets paid I know that, like, some of them have, like, families and fairly big families, like AJ Styles. That dude got huge families. Um, but, like, I know one of them, like, one of the wrestlers' wives was, like, I, like, I don't know what we're going to do because, like, some of them got furloughed and then some of them got released, but it, there's not a definitive line on which was which, so... It's it's like a waiting game at this point. So mm. Cubs update so is that uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Not to cut you off, uh, number two. Uh, Rise of the oh, Tomb Raider. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, New Japan's not on right now, and I miss it. Yeah, and like I just hope that you get your wrestling back because I know it's just like oh my gosh, real wrestling, please. I miss, like I miss I miss fans. It, it, it is like watching WrestleMania, which is like, okay, they did, like I said, they did a nice little job, but you know, it's they like, didn't do bad, but they also didn't do good. Yeah, especially that WrestleMania. But like, for as long as WrestleMania was supposed to be, I'm like, I'm glad they did that two parter. Yeah, like, yeah two parter <laughs> WrestleMania is fun instead of the straight, like, eight hours of shit. Yeah, because most of that, you're like, you have to start thinking consideration like people that use the bathroom and that kind of stuff. That that was bad. Like Yeah. <laughs> and like people get hungry. <laughs> but when you get like the right people to watch with, you just have food in front of you the whole time. Like me and my friends will order we make our pizza order like uh the day before. Mm -hmm. order so much pizza and breadsticks and shit uh, for WrestleMania. <laughs> Number two, so. 
You know how I feel about pizza. And now I want some pizza. I want pizza too. I think I'm having it for dinner. I am having chili cheese dip for dinner. Be quiet. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> You're just making me hungry. <laughs> you just said food. <laughs> okay, you guys have food? What's that? <laughs> like, What's that food? <laughs> like, she said chili cheese dip. I'm like, alright. Chili cheese dip. Be, like, all right, now see here. Like, you got beer too. Like, you need the wine now. Like, I do. I need to go to the liquor store and buy some wine. <laughs> Cool. So, Stadia, are they just losing? <laughs> I think that's the last topic that we got to, to cover. What's a Stadia? <laughs> I feel so bad for Stadia because, like, they have potential to be really good. And it's just not great. <sighs> I feel so bad for Stadia. Mm. Yeah. Stone, what do you think? I don't know. I think, uh,. I think Stadia is a neat concept. I just don't think that the infrastructure is there in our country to do it the way that Google intends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I don't think it'll ever really be a thing. Yeah. I, but the um, games that they keep releasing, too, I'm like, I, I can play that already. <laughs> like, I already have that. They said Octopath Traveler. I was like... Um, a beaten that game <laughs> right well uh, the problem is that developers don't want to develop just for this new untested console that everybody has been you know having a good time shitting on um so i just i don't think that they will get first party titles uh which means that they won't have reasons for people to buy their console which means that their console just will probably disappear into oblivion. Um, another thing is that uh, Google's kind of notorious for just like washing their hands of projects um, if they don't do well or they don't perform how they expect them to perform. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of developers are just like, I don't know if I want to spend all my time developing for this console that's probably just going to like disappear if Google just says, well, I don't feel like fucking with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the fact that everybody that has a Gmail account has Stadia for free. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I didn't. I didn't even know that. I <laughs> Gmail accounts, and I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Before they did the whole Stadia Connect thing, the day before they said, "Oh, you automatically have a free account." <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm not buying these games. I'll go through Steam or something still. <laughs> I don't know. It's just interesting that, you know, that that happens. Before we close, is there anything you guys want to add? I feel like we had a really good podcast. A lot to... The drive-in is opening next oh, week. So I'm really excited about it because I get to go to the movies again. And see what? I don't know. They haven't really played what they're playing yet. So. But literally just any movie. Yeah. But literally just any movie. And screen. Like, I don't oh. know if we're allowed to go over there. Uh, yeah, because of the border. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I really want to go. All right. I, the... I think we can sneak across the border. Yeah. Speaking of which. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we talked about this number two. Screw AMC right now. 
just and Regal. Uh, well, Regal yeah. said Regal came back with a statement stating that's not what they said. Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, but yeah, they're just being like that really petty kid in like kindergarten where like you're playing with a crayon and they want it, so they're just like, oh no, 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 you can't do that. Well, I'm gonna take these crayons, so you can't have any of them. Um, so it's. And the reason behind it is because the Trolls movie was super successful. Well, like, they're not even all mad about just Trolls. They're mad at how well, like, stuff that even came out while they were still in theaters, like, two weeks before all this happened, like, The Hunt, uh, The Invisible Man, uh, stuff like that, uh, were doing better, like, video on demand, and... Like, Universal said that, hey, we'd be open to doing both platforms, and AMC was like, no, 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 we ain't doing that shit. Well, then it... It makes a bit of sense from AMC's perspective, I think. Mm -hmm. If they say, well, okay, video on demand is uh, okay, then they're... Basically, they're just acknowledging the threat that video on demand is to their business model. Well, it's a similar situation with physical and digital video games. We've had this conversation multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Like, they did, Universal didn't say, like, hey, we're going to only do video on demand, blah, blah, blah. They said that they would be open. They never said that they were going to actually... Do it. Right, they just said but, they would be open to do it. And, right, but like, uh, uh, AMC is kind of having the same problem that GameStop is having, where people are okay or prefer to buy digital or stream content, and yeah. they don't want they don't want that physical or that event experience. So they don't want. So it's like uh, GameStop just saying, okay, well, I don't want to sell games by this publisher anymore because they're only going, they're going to sell their games digital only. If a, yeah. if a company said that, GameStop would be like, okay, well, fuck you then, I ain't selling your games. Well, like, the thing is, is, like, people get really mad when you can't pre-order like a digital code on the PlayStation because Sony said that they aren't doing digitals in any store anymore. Not Walmart, Target, mm -hmm. nowhere. It's all physical in stores. Um, so you can't buy any digital code like game-wise for um, like the PlayStation in any store. You can buy like your VC and like all your like extra content and stuff but like the company like from the email that I read was like really understanding about it so like switching CEOs at the time too so um, but like if AMC doesn't show Universal they're losing out on pretty big franchises at that point because Universal has the rights to the Bond franchise they have the rights to Fast and the Furious they have the rights to Jurassic World um, I'd even I'd, I'd even think about that with the, with the monster universe as well because Invisible Man did really really good um, and we just kind of we're going to forget about the mummy because it was not that great um, but like Invisible Man was really good and like if you can figure out what makes a good monster movie like that from like the original like monsters um and make it 
like Invisible Man was, you can make a whole thing out of that. Look at the Conjuring franchise. Sure, when that was made, it was not meant to be this huge thing that it is now, but it is because they just they keep doing well, and you can't like it. Just it's just really it's just petty. At this well, point. I think it's a I think it's a smart business decision to say that they're not going to show any of their movies and we're uh, basically they're just playing hardball for a year or two and seeing how if if their threat holds up and uh, Universal's bottom line suffers because they're going they're not going to be able to show in a any AMC theater which is the largest chain of you know cinemas in the country um, then that's them that's AMC having ammo saying okay well basically our movie theaters are like advertising for your movies and if you don't have us you know showing hey we've got all these movies and these are these cool movies that are out that people are wanting to watch um and you're losing money because of that then that's that's giving them a reason to uh a universal reason to show movies in theaters you know what i mean as opposed to digital they're just they're trying to play hardball so that they can keep their market share, essentially. Yeah, but it just... They're not going to win. That's not even, like, the whole thing. Like, AMC being, like, two weeks ago saying that they're going bankrupt and then wanting to boycott one of the biggest studios in the world is really, really... It's shady and shitty and, like... It's anti-consumer as fuck, but it's just... I'm not going... I mean, like, I don't go to AMC. The last time I went to AMC was when they did, like, the Avengers thing for Civil War. Um, and that was it. Like, so when I go to Evansville, I go to Showplace, and I go to the IMAX. That's where I go. Um, or I go to the uh, FCE. I go where beer is. <laughs> uh, but, like, it's just, it's really, it's just really, really shitty. And it's, like, it's just really shitty. Like, my boss even texted me about it and was like, Why? <laughs> Why are they acting this way? Like, I get that it's on demand is going to change a whole lot of things. Um, but there are so many people that just prefer movies and theaters. Like, Star Wars is always cool to me, but Star Wars in a theater is cool as fuck. Jurassic yeah. World in a theater is cool as fuck. Because you get to, like, that's the thing is, stuff, well, you know? I mean, that's the thing is that you're, you know, it's the difference between somebody who wants to go to the movies and just see the movie or somebody who wants to be part of an event. You know what I mean? And that's just a difference in moviegoers, I think. Um, I mean, we all know that I love that the I'm, movies because I'm there all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and it's, I'm not saying that I'm not one of those that would just, you know, want to go and see the movie and experience it with people, but, um, I just I know that there are there it probably is a statistically significant portion of the population that just wants to see the movie or wants to see it in the cheapest way possible, which would be on demand. Well, like they're charging twenty dollars on on demand to rent it. Um, right, but that's the price of like one or two movie tickets in most areas. Yeah, I keep thinking like everybody has the same. Yeah. Cheaper than a family of four. And that's yeah. why that's why family movies will be the first ones to go that all digital route, like Trolls did. Um, and it showed that Trolls showed that that could be a success, and that scared the 
piss out of AMC because they're already losing money. Yeah, based on ticket pricing and things so of that nature. They're making a gut reaction and playing hardball, and I don't think it's you know it's an anti-consumer decision. I don't like it, but I understand why they do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I I'm not okay with it, and I don't understand in any manner why you would just be like, because your movie did well when our theaters aren't even fucking open, no theater is open. Like, we're not gonna do this because it did well. Like, people were gonna go see Trolls anyway. Like, if you like the first one and your kids like the first one, you're gonna go see the second one. And it's not the fact that it went video on demand it's the fact that they succeeded it succeeded but like yeah it only succeeded in video on demand because nobody has any trunk to go yeah if movie theaters were open and video and they put trolls out on video on demand at the same time if it ended up making more on video on demand than it did in theaters i might understand it but doing it this way during this is and <laughs> also, it's just, just what Stone was saying. I, I haven't chimed in, but Stone Stone made the absolute perfect point. They got scared. I mean, yeah. you've got a multi-billion-dollar industry, and you're losing millions upon millions. Well, that and ticket sales have trended downwards since like the '70s. So, you know, yeah, it, it's things are dying down. Over they have been, so they're scared. And essentially what happened was this move wasn't done, it wasn't done with malice or the intent. It was done from the from Disney's point of view to get the movie selling. And they did it. They, they did something, given the circumstance, they did something actually amazing. And then a- AMC and all these guys, they got backed into a corner. And what happens when a person's backed into the corner? Either they give up and they just let shit roll over them, or they do something stupid like fight back. Well, it's and, not stupid. And, and they, and they start, well, I'm not saying stupid. I don't mean it's stupid in a derogatory way. But usually it's... It, for us, the consumer, it seems stupid. From it's a like business, a gut reaction. That they it's just, a, yeah. They, the fight or flight instinct kicked in. They chose to try to bluff a big, 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 big bluff saying, hey, we're not going to do your stuff anymore. Hoping that they would just roll over. So now it's become an arms race to see who can out-bluff the other person. But at the same time, it's just a, if we just let things calm down, for the movie industry, things will go back to the way they were. Families are still going to, because if they don't get out of the house, they're going to kill their kids. I speak from personal stress. Uh, you know, the movie industry will bounce back. I think we're in the new normal. So. Yeah, this is the new normal, but, but the movie industry is always going to be there. Drive-ins will never truly die. The nostalgia of the drive-in will always be there. Even if they start playing old movies all the time and never play a new movie, people will go back and see that stuff. You know? The first time I watched Deadpool was at the drive-in. If they played Deadpool 1 on the, at the drive-in and Nova's like 12, I would take her back in a heartbeat. You know? Standing in line, hating everybody, you know, there's 12 different theaters going on and the line is forever long. You know, hiding in your car, making blanket pillow fort while watching these great things. That's that's nostalgia. We will always go back. That's why there's so many remakes and everything in the world. 
we crave what makes us happy when we were little. Yeah. So this bluff is just, Jen, I, I understand you don't like it, you hate it, it's super shitty that they did it, but the truth is, it's not going to change anything. Just give it time. Stone, from your perspective, you literally explained why they did it to Jen, and, and there's no actual argument. So it feels like we're going back and forth on the same two subjects. <laughs> it's just, I think, it, like, oh, we'll end it here. I think what it is is the fact that they made that statement. It's just, like, you're hurting the fact that, like, Jen pointed out that Bond 25 is a part of Universal. Didn't even realize that. So what that statement is is when that movie comes out in November of this year, it won't be in theaters. I mean, no, they've already said that. Like, they push it back to November. Like, they've said that. Well, it's on the slate to be moved to next year. Is it on the slate to be pushed back even further? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they said that they rescheduled it for November when this first got started. So, it might have got pushed back. I'm not for sure. Sorry. Thank you for the correction. Um, but, <laughs> the fact that I might not get to experience that in theaters because I am a Bond fan is something to take into consideration that fuck AMC for doing that. <laughs> but we still have IMAX. We still have the other ones. Oh, yeah. But like I said, like I go where beer is. <laughs> I go where beer is, nachos, and good friends. I don't even care about the actual place, <laughs> you know? I mean, if Horse Case comes in there, I oh, will get all that stuff. We'll buy, a, we'll buy one of those nice... Uh, 16 by nine, 16 foot by 9 foot projectors and we'll hang out in the backyard. Yeah, something like that. You know, like... That's what AMC's afraid of. <laughs> yeah, they're afraid of that. Should have made the statement. <laughs> you know, like like we're sitting here like they're afraid of that, but we're not. We get to see the movie at the end of the day. Like, I will like, uh, no, I didn't say that. Edit that. Yeah. Well, no, there's no. It's on the internet forever. Um. Yeah. But, like, just the fact that, like, we even talk about, like, these games and all that. Like, I've said this to Stone. I've said this to Jen. I've said this to everybody. Like, I sit here and talk about this, but I'm just ready to play the games. I'm ready to play. I don't even care about way it falls, indefinite delay. I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to review. I'm ready to have fun. Like, and this quarantine showed me that we really do value these things and that it doesn't really matter. And it's something secondhand, but when we get to experience it, it makes life so much better. Instead of just going crazy and just sitting around, if that makes sense, you get guys get what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Like Jen's like like she's ready to hug somebody. She's ready to go to a movie. Like she just wants to to experience those things that make her happy. And like we just want to be happy. Don't mess with the happy one that when we come out of this quarantine. I'm just ready for a haircut. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready to shave, <laughs> shave some of this off. Ah, well, you know, I might mess it up. You know, professionally done though, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it is. You know, they got the little. <laughs> I mean, you know, Jen, right? You get your, you get your, you know, stuff shaved. All the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's cool. But like, I thought that was an interesting topic. Um, do you guys have anything to add before we go? Because 
I am too. I'm that, and I would like, I would like uh, Stone to go ahead and play. We've been talking about food. Like you brought it up now. Like ever since you mentioned it, like I'm hungry now. Yeah. <sighs> Me too. I'm able to listen to you guys when y'all did the uh, the wrestling rant. So um, I was able to go start my oven, and I'm I'm making a. Uh, uh, breakfast burritos. Oh gosh. Screw you. Where's my breakfast? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> oh gosh. So, we're going to do something different with the recommended games. We're just going to go off one game. Thank God. <laughs> a lot? Huh? Like, over, like, all the. A lot. I don't know why. A lot. My brain is not strong, really. Uh, but, like, of all the. Like, all. Like, just, like. It's up to you. Give me that choice. One. And by the way, your count's up to. By the way, your count is up to twenty-seven. Just so you know, <laughs> for lollipop. I know. I didn't mention it last week. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. It's like. I mentioned Man of though. Yeah. So, Cub, let's start with you. What you got? Elder Scrolls Two Daggerfall. Okay. Was that for PS PC? It was PC and uh, the only way to get it right now, uh, easily, is to buy the anthology, which gets you all the Elder Scrolls uh, games minus online because that's different, and uh, it, and then it'll actually run as a, a separate program because it ran all the old DOS. Mhm. But it is Windows ten capable. Okay. Cool. 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 Number two. What you got? Um, because they just put out like the last patch for it's coming. Yeah, like that. Um, I felt like that was a little short. I didn't know like I know how Stone is with EA. <laughs> so I like Star Wars. So I mean, yeah. It's either Battlefront or Fallen Order. So yeah. Cool, cool. Just play Star Wars. So Star Wars. Fundraiser, man. Fundraiser. May the fourth be with you. Yeah. Yes. May the fourth is coming. Yeah. May the fourth. Releases on Monday, don't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was funny at the beginning. She was like, I gotta wait till next Friday. And he's like, Nope, Monday. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> but actually. <laughs> but actually. It's like, No. Okay, Stone, so what you got? Hmm. Let's see. Any game ever. Uh, you know, I'd probably recommend playing uh, Dark Cloud. Ooh. <laughs> like OG Dark Cloud. You know how... Yeah, just the difference between Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2, you know? Like, there's a significant difference between the two games. Like, Dark Cloud 2 is a lot better, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, that's a better game, I think, Dark Cloud 1. But Dark Cloud 1 had its charms. Oh, know. yeah. It, you know, it's, uh, it's a really good one. I, I, re- I recommend it. Because you're failing at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Trying to sound aloof and you're terrible. Ooh. Seeing <laughs> how we can go off any game now, which is cool. I, I figured that would be easier for you guys. I was like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's just change it. I'm gonna go with Assassin's Creed Origins because yeah, I mentioned it and I think that was a really good experience. I like if you went back and played it, Stone. I feel like you would enjoy it the more you played it. And I was like, oh, because Bayek is probably one of the best characters in the game 
and I don't say that lightly. It's in, he's definitely in the top three for me. Okay. Top four, actually, yeah, because you can't go, you can't, you cannot five because Altair and Etio. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's like you cannot not put them in the top five. <laughs> well, you guys got anything else to add? <laughs> According to this article, there are only five games available to order on the PlayStation Store. And not one of them is Assassin's Creed. I'm kind of sad about it. Mm, but it's still coming. This person thinks it's the, uh, it means nothing's going to be out for the PS4 anymore. But I'm like 400% sure it's because none of the other ones have released. Yeah, no one else has release dates. And this just happened about 40 minutes ago. Trans Transformer 7 release revealed for 2022. Why? <laughs> Why do four of these? <laughs> just for you I guys. I'm after like the third one. Like, I still don't watch them. Are they Capital Bumblebee as one of the Transformers? Like, no. Yeah. No, it's Transformers 6 is coming out. Transformers 5 flat out showed a picture of him and a scene where he was fighting or two. Yeah, they're, well, they're definitely counting Bumblebee. Introduce time travel in this. Yeah. If they introduce time travel, I'll accept it. If they don't, mm. come salty. All I know is that Bumblebee, they are counting it as six. So, yeah, I just read that from that article. <laughs> it's so crazy well guys this has been episode 69 giggity like stone said i can't believe oh my gosh i can't believe it's already may nice. I... <laughs> oh yeah family guy references i can't believe that we're we've already done this many i don't have you guys realize you've been on for almost four months <laughs> yeah. you guys are killing it you're doing a great job as co-host just so you know this is like a media there was a lot to talk about smaller dockets but like everything we covered was great we're excited like the next like four weeks are gonna be like dead yeah so like <laughs> is it work yeah yeah we'll we'll get it back to that and just talk about like i want to play this game but like I said, like sure surely we could be able to do like an in-person podcast soon but, like, thank you guys for all that you do. Continue to stay safe as much as possible. Wash your hands. Continue to play the good games. We're going to get some food because we're all hungry. And, Stone, before you leave, I need to talk to you. But, <laughs> so. From the kitchen. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Talk at you guys.